Yo, 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 it's the Malay Bros Podcast, episode 183. Happy Tuesday. Happy, Happy Tuesday. Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. And let me just say, right now it's 12, 28 a.m. This is probably the latest we've ever recorded the Mallory Bros Podcast. It's definitely a special episode. It's already Tuesday. It's basically already Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Happy, Happy Tuesday. It got some smudge on it. A little and I tried to get that off. Hey, look. Pause. I don't even know if people are listening. <laughs> Uh, little bit of te- technical difficulties that pushed our shoot time way, way, way mm-hmm. back. Um, but it feels good to be here. Believe yeah. it or not, my boy Terrell is getting ready to go to his home away, his home away from home. We can say, nah, yeah, for sure. He's getting ready to go to the DR, and we going to straight from these mics to the airport. Straight from these mics to the airport, man. The red eye. He looked like he getting ready to be in the very front of it. And fly. This nigga dressed like an Easter basket. Let's go. Okay, you, this nigga like, definitely dressed like uh, you d- dressed like the first surgeon. You dress like boy. you do the Easter bunny pics, but you the photographer, so you try to be on theme. You look like an inaugural pilot. Fuck it just that. word just worked. You look like an Easter. Okay, look first inaugural flight. You got a good print, boy. They look like a good comforter. And look, you if see we that comforter print, you say, "Give me that comforter print." This is a fire. This is a fire. What you call it, Terrell? This is a fire. You look like team. It's a boy. It's a boy. I, I know that I know that baby gonna be a boy. It's funny that you do, it's funny that you say that. That's all I say. Because this has that cozy vibe, you know. It does, but the blue, hmm I ain't gonna lie, y'all. It's late. Terrell caught me in the mix. Do I can you see it? Can't nobody see shit on you, boy. What are you talking about? I just felt like it's late as fuck. Anyway. The first thing that we're going to talk about is this. Uh, last week, uh, this whole week has been a rough week for your boy. Because y'all remember the sniffly, sniffly man right here? Uh-huh. Remember what happened? Well, guess what? All of that sniffle, sniffle, it came right over here to me. And I was sick all week. He got the whole fam sick, believe it or not. Him, and his, him and his boy. Yeah. Well, when, we, when I was here last week and we did the pod, you go look at that old podcast, I was kind of like congested. And I'm still kind of congested. But that day, I was like, I felt like I'm getting sick, but I took a Zyrtec. I should be straight. Because I, last time my nose was running, I took a Zyrtec. Shit went away. I don't know what I was allergic to, whatever, yeah. something to eat. So I thought this was the same thing. And I was telling him, nah, I'm straight. It's fine. You look like 2024 Red Tails. <laughs> <laughs> you look like the cool-ass flight, dude. Yeah, what you look like, boy? You dress like the nigga you that look like you're about to take a cool-ass flight. What's the nigga from Power that Tariq killed that was a teacher? He thought he was sleeping with Meldrum. Jabari face Jab- ass, boy. <laughs> That's what you look like. I thought you was going to say 2-bit. That's the funniest person to say to me. Like, this nigga look like 2-bit. <laughs> hey, look. I um went home that night after the podcast and was like, damn. I dead ass feel sick. Like, I was cold as fuck going home. Got home, took my temperature. Shit was a 99.1. I said, mm. damn. I got a little low grade. Yeah, I'm up there. Anyway, so Terrence, uh, Terrence wants to blame my son. I'm not really putting put that on his jacket. He doesn't want to put it on his sick boy. My son, 
had a runny nose one night. Shit went away. I called Terrell. Two days later, I started feeling this way. After I done went to the grocery store. I done been to Wegmans, Trader Joe's. I went been a couple places. So I could have got it from there. Anyway, <laughs> what I got, immediately he got it. My mom and dad came over. They got it. Uh, my sister came over. She got it. And then her husband got it's it. It's the short stack. You can't blame him, bro. I'm blaming him. And y'all see the parent Terrell's going to be. He didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> He would have only thrown a frisbee at somebody if need be. They gonna say, "Mr. Mallory, please." Why that else ass. would he throw it directly at her? That ass. Why would he? You can go and collect your son outside. What baby said can't blame him. That's my son. I'm just doing the shit. He just doing the shit I talk. Baby got a line for a lot of shit. Baby, your son doing what he what you taught him? You sure about that? Anyway, too far. So far now. <laughs> hey, look. Cat Williams set the world on fire, at least the comedy world, um, with his latest interview. It's funny. We talked about it all week. And we've had to wait a whole week for y'all to hear back from us. Uh, but, man, it's definitely been a week of nothing but reveals. Uh, not reveals. Uh, res- uh, responses. Mm-hmm. Even from people who he mentioned, people who he didn't mention. But for those who don't know Terrell. Oh, yeah, shit. Cat Williams went on Club Shay Shay. Uh, big shout out to Shannon Sharp. Uh-huh. I think the interview of the year so far started the year off with a bang. That's right. Like 30 million views, right? 35 million so far up there. Um, And Cat only went up there because he wanted to address a lot of the bullshit that other comedians, he felt bullshit, they were saying on the pod. And he laid into everybody, which at this point, y'all probably have already heard all of the dissertations about it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because we were just saying that we were changing the podcast from Fridays to Tuesdays so we could stay out in front of shit. Then this shit happened on a Wednesday night. So, um, but yeah, Kat, he, he went crazy on everybody. I mean, it's been a week of, like you said, it's been a week of responses. It's been a week of receipts. Yep. We done got to see that a lot of people did steal some shit. That's 100%. You stole. Why do we see this and then yours? And this was supposed to be before yours and... I told Terrell, this was like, uh, this is like Cat Williams had the gauntlet, Infinity Gauntlet, and like Thanos, he just snapped his fingers, and the whole comedy game is just split down the middle. Mm-hmm. And like, did you see, I just, I think the latest one that I just seen was Bruce Bruce, saying it would have been furniture moving. Boy. Bruce Bruce. Please. Why? And then you weren't even mentioned. And me and Terrell was talking about how the people who weren't mentioned Seem to be a little bit more offended than the people who were. I was telling Terrence, it's just like Kendrick Lamar's control. When when Kendrick put control out, you had everybody responding. Niggas that was not mentioned at all was putting out a fucking response. And this kind of felt like that again. This nigga came at everybody and pissed off everybody. So people that was even people that's affiliated uh, with people he mentioned were upset. I feel like my biggest takeaway from what he said, of course, he said a lot lot of dope, insightful shit. Like, I thought it was dope that he said if you wake up every day and tell yourself, all right, this is it, you know, Mm -hmm. that's all I had. If you, he said, if you live your life like that, then your life would be changed. I took a lot away from just that one clip. Mm -hmm. But him talking about the comedians and the way that he did, or at least in the manner in which he did, Y'all know I'm all about real talent. I'm all about 
talent keeping you in the door. If you have real talent, then that's what gets leaned on. Taraji P. Henson is able to speak the way that she speaks because she actually has real talent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and end of the day, no matter how many tears you drop, no matter what you say, your talent keeps you in the room. And I think Cat Williams shined a good light on that philosophy just even within comedy. Mm-hmm. As he's, he's pointing uh, and shedding light on some comics that we always looked at as goats. And he kind of not really exposed them, but kind of highlighted them and put them in a way where it's like, okay, are they really what we've always thought of them to be? Yeah. You know? Yeah. We saw a lot of comics jokes look like they done borrowed this joke or that we done heard this joke before. It looked bad for Sid. It looked bad for Ricky Smiley. It looked bad for Steve. It looked bad for Steve. It It looked bad for a lot of them. And Kat, I think... um, he has the stand-ups to back up what he's saying. And he stand like he like like you say, he's standing on the side of comedy. Like, don't talk none of that other bullshit. Don't talk to me about movies or nothing. Cause first of all, Cat got movies too. hmm So he can talk to y'all about that. But y'all can't have the stand-up conversation. The only person that I felt like I shot a little bell to was Kevin Hart. I like how he told and I was getting just getting ready to get to that. But one mm-hmm. thing that I do like that Cat Williams said in regards to Kevin Hart. As he was like, you could have the accolades and all of that. Remember, he was like, but let's stand on the line, boy, boy. Uh, <laughs> Remember that? You verse me. I guarantee it won't matter. I love that level of competition. Yo, I guarantee if we just stand on the stage together, I'm going to do better than you at the comedy shit. Nah, he, and he, I love that. He And I honestly do think Cat funnier than, than Kev. I, I don't do. think anybody's standing next to him and beating him. I don't like, the, I don't like calling Kevin... Hard a uh, industry plant. I don't think Kev is an industry plant. Kev has a very documented. Yeah, I don't think he's an rise to fame. Chocolate Factory. He he did a lot of very small shit. A lot, of, you know, his rise in, in the early nineties. That's why I was saying Cat. Cat said a true thing though. Cat said I was small and funny, but wouldn't do the bullshit. So they went and got another guy that was small and funny that would do the bullshit. And that's essentially. The essence of a plant, in a way. I get what people would say that Kevin Hart was a plant in that way. Where they felt like maybe Kev was more willing to do the risky shit while being that short, funny guy as to where Cat was had a whole lot of integrity. Nah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, the one thing you can't talk about to me with Kevin Hart, you can talk about dad and you can make him an industry plant. I was, I was telling Terrence, I feel like Cat... And some of what he did was a very, very great job hating. Nah, yeah. Like, I hate on people, and sometimes my hate comes from, I'm not, I, I, you don't have the details to back it up. You know what I'm saying? I just might not like the nigga. Yeah. But Cat <laughs> did a really good job with um, his hate because it all felt like it came from a certain, it had, he had certain detail. Like, he thought about the shit for a long time. Nah, hell yeah. You ever hate on a nigga? And you be arguing, do you get home and think of some shit? 100%. You saying a nigga's hat oh, brim was a nigga was never fun. even made a touchdown in that game when they were just talking right. about it. I never realized. I never, I never realized. You want to go back up to the nigga and say another thing. Exactly. Yeah. But it seemed like Cat really was thought out on a lot of his shit. But I feel like the Cat, I feel like the Cat Hart shit was a little hate. I feel like that definitely felt like a whole special, the Cat Williams uh, interview. It did. It you was, could literally put that, that joint on like a 
I about to say, because he was even talking like it was a special. The little subliminal jokes, him saying Not that yet. Steve Harvey went and got another woman that thought like a man or something like that. We was like, oh, yo, he's spitting you like. He did good. He did. I and think, then, go ahead. I think just going back to Kev real quick. Yeah. Kevin got special. Yeah. You can't have a specials conversation with Kevin. Now, you can because I think Cat is funnier. I will say that. And I didn't like Cat Williams. I didn't like Kevin Hart's response. Just don't say shit. Nobody's response was, was Everybody good. Response Everybody's response whack. made them look worse. Everybody's response made them look way worse. You should just shouldn't say anything, bro. I feel like um, the hate that we've seen people, because I was going to say this too. We can't necessarily believe everything that Cat Williams said. Like, there's things that he said that was very unbelievable immediately when he said it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. He said that he read 3,000 books from the age of, like, 8 to 13 or some shit. Dog. There's That's, no way. You would be a scholar. Y'all never, y'all never sat in front of somebody that y'all knew was lying? Some of that interview. It I was, was like, like oh, this I nigga lying. Yeah. He said he had 60 movie titles. Cat Williams. 60 is a Denzel Sam Jack number. It is. You ain't got 60 movie titles. He might, though, T. Terrell, even if you can pull up 60 different things he was featured on, that's like the nigga. You ever meet a nigga who's a music artist, and he say, I got 15 music videos. And you're like, I follow this nigga on Instagram. Where the fuck is his 15 videos? The nigga might actually pull up 15 videos, but I mean, bruh. He's only acting in 44 titles. <laughs> Terrell, he said he had 60 movie titles. I told Terrell, he kills me when he says, yeah, uh, my 100 city tour. 100 city tour? Why have I not seen a Cat Williams? He don't promote it. He don't promote tour, it. Tour, even on Ticketmaster for out here. I know he, he come to promote DC. It. And you know what's crazy? He was talking about how I don't go around and say, yo, please come to my show. Yo, I'm doing a show. I'm going on a tour. He just, his name show up on the marquee. His fans show up. His fans show but up. But guess what? You just did the biggest promo of your fucking life. Because now, oh, you're, he's selling out arenas. Everybody's going to want to be there. Mm -hmm. You might as well book the fucking stadium. You might as well do stadiums. And yo, that reminded me like, yo, you can literally have your, your, your height of your shit. But then... You could legit redo everything. Like, I feel like he put his name back on the map as, like, the top comedian. Crazy mm -hmm. as fuck. And he might get a damn bomb. He might not be that funny when he get on stage. He is older. But, hey, look. I feel like what Cat Williams did was daring. And I feel like it was done all within the art of the sport of being a comedian. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I'm so thankful that he gave us that free special Loki. Yeah. It was free entertainment to start mm -hmm. this year. Insane. Nah, yeah. And then uh, I'm just happy for Unc Shea, man. He. And this is the thing. I've been a fan of Shannon Sharp for a long time. I've actually been a fan of Shannon Sharp since 1998. I watched Shannon Sharp hold up the my Bronco Super Bowl trophy twice, two years in a row. Y'all can Google search the Shannon Sharp back-to-back -back Super Bowl champ jacket when he walked into uh. Mile High Stadium when we played, what's the name, for week one? Bro, that's a legendary shot. I was able to see that live. A lot of people are fans of Shannon now, and people was like, oh, y'all calling up a grown man, unk, and there's disrespect to y'all uncles. I've seen the tweets out there. But, like, if man, you've been who? watching, go ahead. If you've been watching, unk, if you've been watching Sh Shannon Sharp since 
the two thousand the year two thousand hard knocks Ravens, then you just you look at them a little bit different. You really do feel like that's your uncle. You young niggas that just met him on what what skip. That was seven years after retirement that that started. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, a minute. So I'm I am the most happy for Shannon. I'm happy for I'm, Shannon. I'm too. glad he got one. There was some there was some little, you know, Shannon is, you know. I feel like he got caught off guard with the fact that Cat Williams was gonna come and give him that great interview. And uh I definitely think, you know, he was feeling the heat of that interview. You know, it was like, oh shit, I just gotta let him rock. I'm gonna just let him rock. Play, we, we did, he, he did all right playing the middle and keeping his connections connected. Nah, yeah. He gotta think about his relationships. Yeah. Motherfucker, you just had Steve. You seen Steve. You can't. Yeah, you seen Steve. You seen Sid. Ricky Smiley was up there. And you know what? I think even if these dudes might not have been authentic comics, I don't think it take away from them as men. No, nah, yeah, for sure. Most of them just trying to take care of their family. Especially Ricky Smiley came out saying he just, you know, whatever. He made himself look worse. He did. I mean, but you, 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 you lit yourself on fire <laughs> when you went on there and said that you was supposed to be Money Mike. Nah, yeah. You did. You lit yourself on fire then. He didn't think Cat was going to come up there and say that. Oh, shit, he went up there. The nigga tried to get on his show and say, when I was there, this was the plan. I guess they changed it. Hell hey, nah, nigga. You know how hey. scary it probably was? Where all the cops was like, hey, did you see the Cat William joint? You need to watch that. <laughs> Whole team calling you. Cat Williams went on there. They crazy. said he created a PR nightmare for people because what do you do next? I, hey, look, they had Cedric the Entertainer look like he was on his lunch break somewhere. Talk about, oh, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know what this dude is talking about. Uh, what? That's my joke. 72 dudes. Uh, my own jokes. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. Cedric might have stole that joke from Cat, but Cedric joke, joke was funny. I seen that. I seen Cat. Yeah. It wasn't better than. It That's one of my better. favorite parts of King of Kings of Comedy, yeah. bro. And the, the, the people that were saying stuff like Johnson Family Vacation was never funny. I never found the Kings of Comedy funny. Let's stop the cat. Nah, yeah. That's that recency bias. I feel like y'all want to be Cat Williams. Oh, I always thought Cat was the funniest. Y'all some y'all be dick riding. Nah, for sure. We all was with Cat. People we dick all ride been down with Cat. And people dick ride the moment. Yeah, that's like, that is Cat's a, yeah. just the moment. Now y'all want to say. Oh, Steve Harvey was never funny. His stand-ups wasn't funny. Right. Cedric wasn't funny. Come like, on, seeing them flip on Kevin Hart's video where he was talking about Cat Williams, literally eight months ago, y'all was playing that video talking about how it was honorable that Kevin Hart even did that. Then they flipped and said, you know what, Kevin Hart had the nerve to talk about Cat. Yo, let's just let both of these dudes be great. Let's not start putting shit in our back pocket. And yeah, let's not start rewriting history. Yeah, like shit, motherfuckers weren't funny. Come on, y'all. I thought the Kings of Comedy was funny, each and every one of them. Speaking of not that funny, Dave Chappelle stand up was this week. What this dropped a stand up this weekend? Mm-hmm. That's probably gonna come as a shock to people that I said that. But I feel like it's called The Dreamer. It's on Netflix. Y'all know Dave got a great deal with Netflix, and um, I kind of I can't help but feel like we be shooting Dave a little bail, especially with like this latest stand up. You know, people that are fans of comedy are very fucking tough. Like, they'll say, oh, did you see that? Such, that, that yeah, that was trash. Yeah, it was trash. And when it came to this, this day special specifically, people was like, yeah, it was cool. It was, it was cool. It wasn't like the best day, but it was funny. The second half was better than the first. 
And that's the case. The second half is a lot better than the first. But to me, a lot of the um, – I was watching Sean C. Big shout out to Sean C. I was watching one of the niggas' live streams he uploaded on YouTube. He was talking about it. And one of the things he said stuck out to me because he said the sketchy shit that Dave say, right? Well, when he, when he does make like a joke about a certain community, yeah. the joke be so funny <clears throat> that you laugh. But when the joke's not as funny – and you talking about that community, or you you do some sketchy shit, some edgy shit. The edgy, you bring the edge back. It just kind of fell flat in some areas this time around. It started. It kind of felt like, all right, you should leave that and start yeah. talking about something else. Then it got real Ted talky. So, I mean, I enjoyed it because I love Dave. We all love Dave, but I think we just gotta be honest about. It wasn't that great. It wasn't that great. It wasn't that great. It's definitely a young man's game. And Dave, I felt like I was talking to somebody on Twitter about the fact that the more joints you shoot, some of them not going to be funny. Yeah. You know how hard it is to be a funny comedian for a year after a year after a year? Mm -hmm. That's why I don't disrespect the run that Kevin Hart had. And I think Dave Chappelle, he's had a good run. Like you said, most of them joints be funny. But now, I think for real, for real, his material getting to a point where we starting to be like, all right. Like... Him coming out and talking about transgender folks still. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. I think people are starting to be like, okay, we get it. It's funny. You know? it, it, the shit was funny while the joke was crazy. Like, all right, that's funny. But now it's getting to the point where I, I can't, I just can't act. I just can't lie. I was looking for a laugh in myself. Like, damn, I felt like I should feel like this is funny, but I don't. And I thought I was tripping. Yeah. But why me? But um, the comedy game is shook up. You ask, uh, what did, or maybe you didn't, but what do you think about the um, the younger comedians? The Desi Banks. That's what we was talking the, about. There's uh, no, you're right. That's what we was talking about. There's no new crop of anything entertainment when you really think about it outside yep. of sports. Sports, we can watch a motherfucking college. I remember when Jettas got drafted. Yeah. I was like, he's going to be solid. Nigga became the best in the league. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Uh, with hip-hop and, you know, like with music and shit, we talk about how we always we still got the same big three. Same big three. We still looking for a Kendrick Cole and Drake project as the biggest artists of the 2010s and now. But our parents had... Um, Red Fox, they had Richard Pryor, they had Eddie. And then we got to see a new crop. We got Martin, we got, you know, Mike Epps, we got Cat, that early, yeah. that 90s, early 2000s crowd. We still looking at Mike Epps with a new stand up. Cat is on Shay Shay, and he got a, a special coming this year with Netflix, another one. It's just not a new crop that's taking over. Just like music, you have the Desi Banks. Just like music. That's a that's a fire. That joint will come on while you at the cookout. Yeah, you say, huh? My phone. Hold away. Let me get a hot dog. Hey Siri, which one is that one? Look, she ain't even reading. You too turned up. Too turned up. But just, you see how I said, which one is that? Well, which one is that? You talking to her like she your man. <laughs> but just like in music, there's artists that have potential, but they're not 
headed that way. Yeah. We got Desi. We got Country Wayne. We got... Uh, Drewski. Drewski. We got different a different format for yeah. comedy, but we don't have nobody that's killing the stages for real. That's young. Yeah. I would say it's some white boys out there that's actually doing some good work. You know what I'm saying? That I, that I like. Like, shit, not, they're not young, but people that I didn't watch before. Just like in hip-hop, at least my opinion on it, just like in hip-hop, you're seeing artists that come under these folks. They have a little bit of influence, but they're using it in a different way or in a different field that you can't necessarily say is a direct hand to. We were just talking about how Andre 3000 was like, oh, yeah, I see people with my style. Yeah, I see Tizo Touchdown, and I see Tyler, the Creator. And when you think about... Andre 3000, it's like, I mean, okay, I guess I see traits of them in you, but they still doing something they their are. way. And even Andre 3000 said they have their thing. Mm-hmm. And I think with comedy, we see traces of the comedic uh, giants that we already have, like the uh, the Cat Williams, Kings of Comedy, even a lot of the other ones. But I don't feel like these younger artists, the Drewskis, the Country Waynes and stuff like that, they don't feel the pressure to have to get up on stage and shake a room in order to get to that bigger stage to get to that bigger stage so that they can get in a movie. Like, that pathway that a lot of those comedians uh-huh. took, they don't really have to do that anymore because they can do a skit. They can shake up the TL. They can shake up your TL without having to get on stage and bomb. Because if you get on stage and bomb, whatever, I'm still funny over here. But as a comedian, getting up on stage and bombing was like, the end, not the end of your career, but oh, a huge hit. Yeah. yeah. And I think, like, Drewski can be funny on this TL and get an AT&T sponsorship and go and get a movie role if he wants. And that's without having to make an entire room shake. I could get a bunch of laughing faces, and that's interpreted now as the new room shake I get. Yeah, because you actually it's actually bigger than the room. Because no you key. not only just killed Howard Theater, you... Got everybody on the TL talking about this. Yeah, but also it's memes. You wouldn't say that a meme shook a room, but it's little memes that's funny. It's little things that even me myself could tweet and I could get them same laughs that turn into whatever you look at it for Drewski. But my, my question is this. You ever see Drewski on stage? Not necessarily even close to what we see in the skits. And that's no shade on him at all. When he gets up on that stage, that's where you see the real influence. When Desi Banks get up on stage, that's where you see the real, oh, okay. Now uh-huh. you have to do what Kev and them did. Kev and Cat and them. And that's way harder, bro. That's way harder than you acting like a stereotype online. That's funnier. No, yeah. You know? But do we think comedy is evolving that way? Like, do we think the stand-up, like stand-up comedy just got a, you know, a category of the Golden Globes? You know, oh, where yeah, last yeah, night yeah, Ricky yeah, Gervais yeah. won, you know, for best stand-up comedy special of last year or whatever. So I think they're trying to shine more light on it, but it I can't help but feel like the art is dying. It's a dated art form. Yeah. Compared to how we find shit funny now. Like yeah. we used to wait for a new such and such special. Back Chris Rock, new special. Now we waiting for a new Drewski video, but it comes more often. Yeah. And since our attention spans are shorter, we'd be good off of that one two-minute video. I don't think that you would say that you wouldn't, and this might be a horrible analogy, but you wouldn't say that a WNBA game 
held you over for an NBA game. And that's kind of how I look at these little skits versus an actual comedian giving you a dope special. Mike Epps will still do a Netflix special and that joint be funny as shit. Yeah. That's why I look at, okay, Drewski, yeah, you can give us a funny video on the TL, but I look at it like just like a WNBA game and say, oh, look, basketball is on. And you're like, I mean, fuck this. I want to watch Braun play. And I think, I don't know if we ever going to have another comic that's going to be able to sell out the garden like Kevin Hart just because he can get on stage and tell jokes. Yeah. Like he going to have to, we might see comedy turn into this performative thing where Drewski said, all right, I'm going to go backstage, come back out here as this dude. And I'm going to go backstage and then come back out here as this guy. Oh, I don't know if that would go well. I don't know if it would either, but that's safer than you getting up there and say, you know, you know what I hate? I was at the store the other day. That's tough comedy. That is tough. If to this tell nigga trying joke. to do wardrobe changes and what? You still going to have to come out there and tell jokes? Nah, but he going to come out there as somebody. And it's easier for everybody know it's easier to make people laugh when you act like somebody else. That's just a fact. He should get in the door live skit. Well, you see, he's doing the, like a play. You have different sets. I would use, yeah, your yeah, use your characters on some T.P. Tyler Perry shit type. Nah, yeah, he should do that. That'd be dope. And all of the artists, like, you're right, you make a good point, because all of the artists that I think could sell out the garden right now are artists that are already been out for since 2002, 2003. Yeah. I like certain comics, though, I want to put respect on before we move on, like Dion Cole. Dion Cole, outside. And D-Ray Davis, that been able to, like... Remember when we watched D-Ray Davis on that fucking versus fighting for his life because who was it, Ray J and then was up there? And then Omarion and Mario was late. They did him so dirty. <laughs> they did him so dirty. And he said he was never going to do that shit again. <laughs> Not for sure, but D-Ray, Dion Cole, it's a lot of people that Cat didn't mention. A lot of, We were talking about that, that people that Cat did not mention. Mike Epps, he didn't mention a lot of people. He, he showed D.L. Hughley respect. Yeah. You know? D.L. is also the only one we didn't see come out with a stolen joke this weekend. That's true. He the only one. I thought Dion one of the was I'm not Dion, but uh, I thought DL was one of the funniest parts of uh he one of my favorite parts of uh, Kings of Con- Comedy. And I know that's like a uh unpopular a unpopular kind of opinion. Cause I guess people be irritated with DL Hughley. I don't know. I don't know what it is. They was hating on they was definitely hating on all the Kings of Comedy earlier that week. But I think a lot of my comedy style I got from DL Hughley. If you look at how he tell jokes, the way we impersonate shit and then say an extra line. DL been doing that, bro. Go back. DL does have a. He's funny as shit to me. I thought every king of comedy was funny. This nigga Terrell got me up here sounding like. Didn't DL do the? uh, Usually I don't do this, but uh, go ahead, keep the party going. What that DL? See shit like that. You heard about John Morant out for season. Yeah, man, that's a tough. It's a tough thing. It's fucked up. I was gonna ask you how you felt because I said yes, your guy. He just came back. We look. We're we're, we're devastated. We're, We're. they said that's gonna mess up his draw. It is. I can't even slide. <laughs> it's funny because it's fucked up. It's fucked up. The nigga was balling. You know, he was balling. He was balling. You hate to see his season end like this, but he'll be back. He proved that he'll be back. And they season already kind of like fucked up from the start. They can go and get somebody in the draft, mm-hmm. get somebody in the off season. They can be straight. Your boy Jonathan Majors. Sat down on some get. Thank God it wasn't Gail King, or he would have never made it out. Nah, no bullshit. I was nervous that it was gonna be Gail. When I saw them legs crossed, I said, "Yikes!" 
Yeah, but he sat down, gave his truth. Gave his truth. Hey, look, y'all. I'm going to just keep it a hundo. When I think it is so funny that he said that his relationship with Megan Good reminded him of, of Coretta Scott after that already being a fucking thing in your case. Like, you're oh, low-key yeah. insane. Saying, I feel like that's up I there with OJ saying, if I... I mean, if I would have hell it, no, that is not the same. That I nigga, would probably. This nigga, no, that's way different. It definitely is. I'm just saying, why, bro? Why set the TL on fire with that? I just don't get what the whole, oh, my God, why would he say that about Coretta? The man obviously looked up to Michelle, women that favor Michelle Obama and Coretta Scott. And Coretta Scott. And he found his Coretta in Megan Good. I think it's fucked up that y'all definitely look at Coretta Scott the way that y'all do because she really didn't do anything but... Great stuff as a human being and a uh, woman, but she unfortunately had a. She was the she was literally married to one of the greatest human beings ever. We could say that, right? Uh, yeah, Martin Luther King. Right. He just had a little side of him that was bad, but I feel like as the years go by, that's all it seems like y'all really remembering. I feel like that's what I was saying earlier. Everybody was like, what is his infatuation with Coretta Scott? Why is he, why does he keep saying Coretta Scott? What's the issue with Coretta Scott, y'all? What's the issue? I feel like maybe because she's older and back in the day, women back in the day were, you know, not necessarily valued the way it that they are now. Equal. Yeah, it was yeah. more. They look at him saying that like she's like, my Coretta Scott, she's just like, she his side, like take care of him. Make his food and let him run around type shit. The funniest thing is how he didn't really want to say. You can tell he thought about. I could say anybody. I'm, she held me down. She <laughs> held me down like. <laughs> like like a, like a Coretta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe he said it. I mean, she held me down like a. I mean, I'm not talking about I can name anybody. I'm a. Uh, that shit was funny. I ain't gonna lie. That shit was funny. <laughs> my, my Coretta. <laughs> hey, look. Seriously, think about it. Michelle was right here. <laughs> yeah. Michelle. It was either Michelle or Coretta. One of them. He said, fuck it, I choose Coretta. Fuck it, I'm gonna just go with Coretta again. I think the funniest part, too, y'all, is like, I feel like he's on some toxic shit. You know how you tell your girl some shit? I just need you to chill. And relax. Why don't you just chill out and stop interrupting? And I just get a woman that'll listen to me when I talk. Then look, you get with a new woman, and now you interviewing, and you say, "I love her because she, she don't interrupt me." And she let me talk. Let me get it out. you now you trying to get this shit off on your old joint. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? That's why I said him saying Coretta. He went and found her. He told that girl, "Why don't you be more like Michelle Obama, more like Coretta?" And think his about first it. interview after he like she. He's a Coretta. I got my Coretta. <laughs> Boy, he got a hell of a Coretta. You went and snagged Meg. I'm telling you, y'all better stop faking on Megan Good. Like remember. she ain't have her resume. Don't speak for itself in the in the streets. And we ain't even talk about nothing but just being bad as fuck. When Megan came back outside and she was posting, she was outside. She was back to wearing her regular like she used to dress before she got with the church uh, dude. He was with the pastor, nigga. She was with the pastor. Good brother. They had broke up on, they was an amicable breakup. But when she was back outside, she reminded everybody who she really was. 
My man Jay Majors. That's a Damn. W. That's a dub. That's a W. You leave an abusive white girl and you get with one of the baddest black women in history. All right. The Let's nigga, keep it 100. Don't make it seem like the nigga just was an abusive tan. Megan Good. This is, nigga. Megan Good is, is a, one of the baddest women in history. She is. I'm not disputing that. That's not that's that's undisputed. I'm talking about don't make it seem like he was in a in a relationship with an abuser. Like he didn't also have abusive traits. I think they both was fucked up. It sh- I don't think I don't think he should be going through what he going through because both of them was toxic. But at yeah. the same time, and what I like that he did in the interview, he took a lot of accountability for how he should have left the relationship. He should have just said he was done. He stood ten toes on that. He didn't do what what they saying he did. Ladies, I'm gonna help y'all out in the J Major situation. I do feel like the nigga said some shit that had me like, all right, bro. There's certain shit that I wouldn't be on there saying. Like they asked him how she broke her finger. They asked him how she essentially fractured. Oh yeah, her wrist or something joint like behind that. her ear. And yeah. he said, "Well, he said, I oh, 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 wish to God I knew." Terrence, what do you mean th- you wish to you, God? It could be that he don't oh, but he, know that how that happened. It could be. But also, hand me that uh, tissue box. That looked funny. You know what I'm saying? I got to hand this sick-ass nigga a tissue because he got me sick. Oh, look. Hold on. Me next. Me next. <laughs> Y'all salty-ass nigga. But yeah, man. Jay Majors, to me, I feel like he's got a long, long career in front of him if he treats it right. Um... I think the man's got talent, and the only thing that's going to keep him in the room is his talent. Because right now you're on thin ice, bro. You better not do Megan Good dirty. You better not do Miss Good dirty. And we don't even know Megan, but still, you know? Let me read this to you, Terrence. This is some random shit. This is the most anticipated films of 2024. Randomly. It's only 10 of them. They got the Craven Hunter joint with uh, Ryan Taylor Johnson, the uh, white boy that everybody loves. Marvel? Uh, I don't think that's Marvel. I don't know why that font looked Marvel, but okay. Sony it's the, continues this expansion of the Spider-Man universe with one of Peter Parker's most iconic adversaries, Craven the Hunter. Okay, bet. So that's going to be dope. Uh, so that is Marvel. So cool. They got Gladiator 2 coming, which is supposed to be the son of Russell Crowe. Christ. Gladiator 2, meaning the gladiator that won an Oscar? 24 years after we watched Russell Crowe's Maximus die with honor. Here comes... Here comes... Ridley Scott's sequel, because this old motherfucker who has something to say about everybody can't do anything original, Ridley. But you got so much shit to talk. Oh, of course, another gladiator. I guess Alien next. I'm about to say, I guess you might as well do Blade One or 3. You got the Mean Girls joint that's coming out on January 12th. That actually comes out this week. Is that a series? That's the musical. It's a series? Or, oh, it's a it's a, it's a, a oh, it's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. It's a movie. It's like a, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Madam Web. I'm, this is the Morbius joint. Another uh, Spider-Man joint. They doing a whole bunch of Spider-Man shit. Um, all of Us Are Strangers. I don't know about that. They got a new Deadpool coming. You got a new Mad Max film. New Deadpool. Uh, a lot of shit feels like, oh, the new Joker. The newest Joker. Joker. For sure. And then the next one, the, the most anticipated film they have on the list is Doom Part 2. And I just want to say this. That first Doom was a rough watch. Did you ever watch it? Did you ever watch it? Never watched the first Doom. 
Damn. It was a rough it was you should watch it so you can watch the second one because your girl gonna be Everybody don't think that it was a rough watch, Terrell. Some people actually fucked with it who read the book. Nah, I, it, 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 there you go right there. The motherfuckers read the book. That joint, you know how Oppenheimer started and you was like, damn, these motherfuckers talking about some shit I don't know nothing about. Yeah. That's exactly how Dune was. So we have to go down to the Corpius. The Corpius is leaking. Did you see that? Like, uh, oh shit, what the fuck oh, is damn, the Corpius? No bullshit. <laughs> Did you see the the lady on Peloton that was talking about Tenet? Uh-uh, what she said? You didn't see the the Peloton lady? First off, she did I don't, she probably didn't know of course cuz she just doing her class, but Christopher Nolan is in a Peloton class. He said he's just doing his Peloton and he said the lady was like he said all of a sudden the instructor was like, "Does anybody see Tenet? How do I get back 2 hours of my life?" <laughs> 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 they showed the real video and the lady was like that fucking, I watched this bullshit movie. It's called Tenet. Who else has seen that bullshit? <laughs> she was like, I mean, seriously, you have to be a fucking neurological surgeon or some shit to understand what's going on. Bro, she really was cooking it. But like, some Christopher Nolan getting a little carried away sometimes. He getting a little carried away. Now, they just won Best Picture at the Golden Globes. They'll probably win the Oscars. Love it for them. I don't know. But at the beginning of Oppenheimer, that first 30 minutes, I'm like, what the fuck is about to happen? This motherfucker's at this university. Oh, my God. Uh, he, This is the fucking neurological such and whatever spaceship center. I'm, I what under, the fuck? I feel like I was understanding Oppenheimer. I was getting it. I was sitting with my nachos. But I don't know physics. And my thing is like, that just literally interests me. That makes me feel like if I would have majored in physics... I would just be smart as shit. Like, A-Train's uncle is a physics guy. What's funny? Oh, you think about A-Train? Nah, it's just uh, funny when you say such and such uncle. I don't know why that just made me laugh. The fuck is funny about that? Hey, did you manage to snag one of the Stanley Cups from the Target? Uh, I did Baba? not. I did not. Uh, of course, if you have a girlfriend, you've heard about these Stanley Cups and how... You know, everybody was going crazy over. If you haven't, uh, Starbucks released a Stanley Cup. I don't know if you've seen a Stanley Cup. It's like the little to-go mugs. I don't got a Karen's No, you but don't. the Stanley Cup to-go tumbler. It's a tumbler. It's a it's a dope mug. This one was pink, so you had all of the ladies going crazy over it. My girl definitely wanted it. She was sitting there trying to act like, I mean, I don't know. I look at people going crazy, but she definitely would have been in line. <laughs> People were spending the night in front of Targets for it. I think it was a Target. It was out there like a, like a game release. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my opinion on this, I think it's dope. I think when people get together, when people uh, spend a night in front of stores to get, you know, me and Trey worked at Best Buy, so we done seen it up close and personal. We built relationships with people that spend the night uh-huh. in front of the stores, knowing the people that are going to come in every year. I was... I was thinking with the Stanley Cup thing, I feel like it's dope to see people going after and being excited about something that anybody could get. Um, Sorry. Um, I personally think to see people go, everybody has an opportunity to get this cup. Like, this isn't something that's super expensive. It's not really super exclusive. You just got to be in the right place at the right time to get it. And I think, you know, if you get lucky, then you get that version. And if you don't, you just got to wait for the next joint. But we're not talking about something that's designer. I was was thinking, like, if you see, if a girl sees Kylie Jenner with the Stanley Cup, 
it it's less about oh she got she only got it because she got money. Nah, it's not really that. She actually might have been in the right place at the right time. Even though they reselling them joints for this like motherfucker probably got that joint sent to her. Thanks, well, please well, use it. I'm I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? They not sitting at a special price is all I'm saying. This is a mug that everybody could be excited for. They sell out fast, man. I like stuff like that. Like the P5, everybody wants a P5, but it ain't like you have to be an upper class human being to get it. Like Apple's putting out the Apple Vision, Vision Pro. Vision Pro, yes, 3500 I really want them joints. But damn, even if I buy them, everybody going to know he spent four grand on these fucking goggles. Nah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, look, I love to see the world get behind and, and doing stuff like this because it reminds it's, me of, like, the Pokemon Go, everybody can do it days. Yeah, it, 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 it definitely screams like a sneaker release for us because we yeah. grew up on when a number dropped, you go get it. Yep. And the ladies were talking on the TL, the dude was like, are these, like, because the he took a picture of the other Stanley Cups that are just in the store on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And he was like, why y'all don't want these? Like... And they basically were saying, like, that's the joint everybody got. If you got that blue one, oh, yeah, everybody has that blue. But not everybody going to have that pink. It's like, we be comparing them joints to Team Jordans. Oh, yeah, them joints going to sit on the shelf. A nigga come you. in with some Spizikes. You can go right to Champs and see them joints on the wall. Please, let a nigga come with some Spizikes in 2024. Fire pickup. The fire. Joints, and then fire. Are gonna be All fucking of them. Yellow Terrell, and brown. Terrell, they, no, Spizikes are fire these days, bro. If you have on Spizikes, that's not that's like having on some rare sneaks. I would like to see some Spizikes that are not age-worn. That's like if you see a nigga with the Bacons. Remember the Bacons? Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes. Remember the fire. But if you see a nigga with a clean pair of Bacons, you will know that nigga's low-key a sneakerhead. Low-key. And I was, this is what I was saying. These products, like these Stanley Cups, the value is not in the price. That's basically my point, y'all. The value is in maybe the color. Maybe the fact that this one came out only this one time. Like with Funko Pops, you don't see Funko Pops like, oh, since we're doing this Funko Pop, it's going to be $800. Mm -hmm. Nah, you just got to basically get this one, and if you get it, then you get it. Like, I, if Terrell, if you were to see a nigga with some Bordeaux 7s on right now, right? It's the same thing with shoes. And that's what I'm thinking. It, in school, if you saw a nigga with some Bordeaux sevens on, you wouldn't think that, oh, he rich. Oh, he got money. You would just think, respectable pickup, bro. Respectable bruh. pickup. Yes, you got a respectable mind. That's how it was back in the day. Uh-huh. Remember a nigga walked through with some hairs? A nigga walked through with some hairs. It's big respect in 2012. Oh, yeah. Even mm -hmm. though them drinks just re-released, like, two years ago or some shit. The hairs? Mm-hmm. Damn. They coming out with everything. Bugs Bunny 8s. <laughs> <laughs> funny because those were released you remember what's the purple and black joints the aqua 8 the aquas if Ooh. you had the aqua 8s in 2010 oh yeah you was because you had to go back and get it from somewhere that was respect the it aqua 8s in 2010 Man. and that, but you know what t it's the same thing now with resellers because the target uh i'm sorry starbucks came out and said yeah we're not doing that show no shit no more in our jungle locations because that shit was a little too much chaos. And the fact that the cup retailed for $49.95 and it was selling online, StockX, for $240. Yeah, see, that's that bull job. Because people trying to resell them joints. Motherfuckers are trying to steal them joints. Yeah. It ain't worth it, but hey, look, we love to see people getting out and, you know, getting involved. Yeah, huh? Speaking of getting involved, uh, oh, I don't know if you want to take us somewhere else. I was going to talk about you and your cousin in Miami yesterday. I was definitely going to talk about Miami. I'm going to keep it 100, y'all. 
I, I never really get scared from UFO stuff. This is the first time I said, oh, shit. Like, the thought of an eight-foot-tall alien, oh, look, an eight-foot-tall mantis-like figure. Nah, yeah, I'm out. I don't even want smoke. Me and Terrell was thinking, what if they just big-ass praying mantises like on some eight-legged freak shit? Do you know how terrifying that would be? Nah, yeah, that would be probably my biggest nightmare. Life-size praying mantis. If you don't know what we're talking about, there was a quote-unquote, motherfuckers don't know if it's real or not, but guess what? We conspiracy theorists, tin hat went right on. They said that it was some aliens, there was some 10-foot creatures walking around Miami, and there was a bunch, it was a gang of police cars out there for some children fighting, some kids, some teens fighting, got into an altercation. It was almost guns. Okay. <laughs> Terrence said it. Okay. Apparently, nobody has footage of these motherfuckers. All you cops went down there, and apparently what they said was just a man or something. They said that the figure that we saw walking was just a man and his shadow. Well, if that's the case, then why don't y'all release the body footage? Yeah, release our body cams so we can see the man walking. Or where's the man? Let's interview him. Yeah. How wasn't it crazy? Everybody thought you was an alien? If you weren't an alien, then what was that? Were you walking? (laughs) We need to, exactly, we need to find bruh. (laughs) Because to me, you can't sell me that. You done already told me it's aliens. I believe that the government... Tries to cover shit up. First of all, I just finished The Boys and Gen V. That should be my movie suggestion of the week. Not the one that I was going to do. But I just finished The Boys and Gen V. And if you don't know anything about The Boys, it's on Amazon. It's one of the most graphic. That in the, in the spinoff, the most graphic shit I've ever seen. But basically what it's about is basically like superheroes be doing bullshit. This is not what it's about, but in the show, superheroes be doing bullshit. Terrell, we know what boys and is about. What? Let's say I'm a superhero and I just accidentally laser through you yeah. and you die. They come clean the shit up and tell everybody else, oh, it wasn't really what you thought. I feel like that's what they be doing to us with these aliens. Oh, that's what's going on right now. You were in, in Miami. Yes. Trying to come out. Oh, sure. it was just a man in his shadow. And we haven't heard nah. shit. Why we haven't heard so much more about this shit? I don't know. They trying to get you back on K. Oh, shit. Cat. Did you? Yeah, cat. <laughs> I'm telling you. I don't know, man. That shit, that, that shit definitely had me, me spooked. That shit definitely has me spooked. And my fiance is just so fucking not a conspiracy theorist like me sometimes. Yeah. And she's like, oh, do you really think it's alien? Oh, okay. Show me the picture. Oh, this looks fake. I'm like... When these motherfuckers come and eat us, I hope they eat y'all. If this was Bird Box, Gigi would have been dead quick. (laughs) Gigi would have been one of them ones that's trying to get other people because she would have been like, bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Right on the (laughs) right. So you mean to tell me you looked at it and you went crazy? (laughs) Please. (laughs) That was crazy. You know they got a new Bird Box out. It's on Netflix. It's called Bird Box. It can't be as good as the other one. I don't think it is. Me Sound and A-Train was it. talking about Taraji. What about her? And we were saying, yo, it's funny, this is just random. We were saying, yo, Taraji 
don't have a bird box. We was talking about Sandra Bullock, right? Mm-hmm. And, oh, we, hey, and we said, yo, Sandra Bullock will come out of the cut like she did in the, in the pandemic with Bird Box, and it was great. Mm-hmm. It was like, damn, this shit is fire. As Sandra much Bullock, as I love my girl Taraji, that is what I'm looking for from her. And you know what people are mm-hmm. saying? Maybe if they would pay her the money, then you would get that. So you know what? That's why I feel like my argument with that falls whatever. Because I don't know what battles she is facing. I don't know what script she getting, but she said, oh, I would like this, but I'm going to turn this down. Whatever. But true, true, true. Bird Box coming up just made me think, damn, that was such a good movie that we had to learn was good. We weren't baked that, oh, you know, we got Sandra Bullock, and you know, we got this person, and this person's playing this person. Go see it. It mm-hmm. wasn't that. It was just good as fuck. It was good. But, hey, look, you definitely had help from the TL. I mean, motherfuckers was all everybody the saying that it was great. They shot that shit right before the pandemic and put that shit on Netflix right when everybody was in the crib. So guess what? We all watched it. Nah, Terrell, if Bird Box came out today, it would still be as good because the original idea was original. Nah, was it would, but I don't know if... I'm not going to say that the TL didn't help that joint get to what it was. The TL will move That's true. you to watch some shit. That's true. But I feel like the TL is only doing that because it's good. I you know like how many watch. niggas hit me that watch Old Boy? Because of my tweet, when I was like, yo, don't watch anything else but this. If you haven't, if you haven't done it yet. Sure, you're trying to make an excuse. No, I'm and saying. And say that the TL, oh, it's because the TL. Nah, Bird Box was good. Bird Box was good in a very old, did you see it way. It wasn't that great of a fucking movie, Terrence. It was cool. You're tripping. Bird Box was great. It was Bird a Box great original was, idea. Bird Box was good. Taraji don't have a Bird Box in the last Taraji do have a Bird Box. In the last five years. I feel like she don't have a lead role like that, and it's unfair because Sandra Bullock probably gets paid a lot more than Taraji. Taraji was probably busy doing the Paw Patrol voiceover that she had to do because she tried to put food on her. I'm not shitting on her. I'm just saying what I want to see from her. I want to see her in that. I feel like she could be that. I want to see something like that. I would like to see her take on a lead role. I would. Something like that. She don't have many lead roles, and that's where sometimes the argument. But I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm not talking trash. Uh, are we still on UFOs in Miami? What are we doing about that? Tinfoil? Are we doing, uh, silverware? What was E.T. afraid of? That Maybe we asked Lil Nas X since this nigga think he Jesus. Man, that's your man. That is not my guy. You still this walk around this joint. Ba, 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 ba. That's you. That song was a fucking smash. It was. Real, I but- thought Jack Harlow was out of here when he did that. My track record so clean. Something, something just passed me. I thought he was out of here. When his album, think about it. We did the album. What we say in the beginning? The next future Drake. The next future Drake. We thought that nigga was out of here. Yeah. Anyway, um, Lil Nas X is coming out with a single on Friday. And he said, my single is dedicated to the man with the greatest comeback of all time. And the song is called J. Christ. It's a single. This man on the front of the cover of the, if you look at the cover art for his song, he did it for this reason right here. Go ahead, Terrell. This man is laid out across a cross with a Shakira from the Beyonce video where it was in the sand. Uh, the little yellow thing hanging off him. And he's laid over a cross and motherfuckers are picking him up off the cross like he's Jesus. Now, I will say this. This is the one thing that I will say. Y'all know I'm very not the m- most religious guy in the room. I'm critical. 
of a lot of, you know, religion. But I feel like it was disrespectful. And I feel like I can say it. And I feel like I should be the one to say it since I'll be critical of a lot of shit. If somebody came out doing some shit to mock a Muslim person, right? Mm-hmm. It would be Islamophobia. And if somebody came out and did some shit to mock Jewish faith, it would be considered anti-Semitic. I feel like that same courtesy isn't applied to Christianity. Now, that could have something to do with the way people look at Christianity because of its roots yeah, and because of how a lot of people got to Christianity. But at the end of the day, that shit is just like, it's getting a little bit ridiculous with Lil Nas X. You was twerking for the devil in your last video. You was going away to heaven and you slid down to hell and you twerking for the devil. Now you doing this. And let me tell you, the last joint was alright because, okay, this nigga's playing on the gay people go to hell thing. And he's fighting against that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I actually like that because for a long time, they had to deal with that. Yeah. But this is just getting a little egregious, if you ask me. I definitely feel like it's disrespectful. I don't think that he should be out here trying to ruffle feathers. At this point, just make music, bro. Are you a musician or are you a, you know what I'm saying, a, a guy that's just looking for attention? You know, you actually have dope talent. I don't see why at this point in your career you still need to try so hard to, like, be offensive. I told Terrell, it's kind of like him standing outside of the PETA building. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? With a fur coat on. They're not going to throw paint on you from the big building. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're being performative and they know it. Yeah. It's at a certain point now where the people you're trying to get a rise from aren't even going to give a fuck. They say, oh, okay. It's the same way you see Doja Cat talking about, you know, the shit that she's talking about. She's a devil. She a bad little bitch. She a rebel. Uh-huh. Um, rebel. Sorry. Bottom line, Doja. that didn't get so much Christian hate. It was just like, what the fuck? We moving past it. And then Doja Even tried, though that song was fire. It was. And she tried to come out and say, I don't know why people think I'm demonic. Do you not see your demons video? Look at you in this video. They literally <laughs> could send you a sheen, screenshot. This is why. I just felt like it's a little crazy. I mean, I think Lil Nas X is very talented. Yeah. Bruh can make a track. I don't think he needs to do all of the performative shit. And I feel like he just been, he's so, I'm gay, you yeah. know? It's like, yo, you cool, bro. You cool. Nobody really cares. Like, you, you're good. Nobody's yeah. really tripping. I don't think anyone cares, Lil Nas X, that you're gay except you. And I feel like the only way that you can keep your relevance is if you make it seem like, oh, my God, people are so shocked that I'm gay. Like, I remember when he first came out the closet, it was like, oh, bro's gay. And then he... You know, he was trolling a lot. But at a certain point, it's like, okay, make music. Just the, do the, the, the yeah. troll thing is done, bro. We don't give a fuck anymore. I think that's, I think, uh, yeah. Yeah, that you you said it. We, you, pretty much, you, he pretty much said it. But um, I'm going to listen to the music that comes out on Friday 100%. Uh, because I, I know it's going to be a, a solid uh song. Well, I, I have no reason to doubt him this at this point in his career. I have no reason to doubt the, the guy. But I just think, you know, some of the performative shit has just gotten to the point where it's like, all right, Brody, you straight. You ain't got a lot to kick it, my nigga. You ain't got to try, lie. so. You ain't got to try, so. Uh, telling you. This nigga, go listen to that track, and you'll see a lot of niggas. For sure. 
That's the one. Of the, that's the goat, though. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chance and the Choice was great last week, man. It was so great. I feel like, um, it's not always gonna be dirty. It's not always gonna be here. Mm-hmm. I only got one for Terrell this week. I feel like it's a good one. Uh, but shout out to everybody who enjoyed it last week. It was a, it was very dirty last week. This one. I feel like it's going to get a lot of us in trouble. This one's geared for my black men. I'm going to just say that up front. This isn't the mm-hmm. ma- meant to be offensive. I'm not trying to make no group of people feel bad. This one is geared towards black men, but everybody can participate. But just for feelings like involved. Can, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm only saying that because I'm asking Terrell, who's a black dude. 100%. You're black, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a crazy question. You're black. Unfortunately, God made me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. I get too deep. Oh, how do you know that? You don't want me to start there. <laughs> I, I, I ripped this. I tear this mic, tear this show down. Terrell, you know, uh, sometimes in life you get a choice and a chance, and you know what a man does with his chance. That's his choice, and whatever he chooses to do with his choice, that's his chance, and what and what not. I don't even remember what the nigga said, hate, but it was so smooth. I hate listening to that. Am I gonna have to listen to you do that every time? No, because I'm gonna get the real Jay Prince joint and just play that. Okay. How dope would that be for me to just play that? I hate it when he said the shit. Oh yeah, cool. You niggas are extorting niggas. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, cool. <laughs> you a fed ass nigga. He's the feds like shit. Oh yeah, cool. You niggas are extorting. Don't get up here and try to be inspirational, nigga. I can't even come down there. <laughs> no bullshit. Young boy, we got your Rolls Royce umbrella, your keys. If you want it, nigga was sitting there with it. Pick me up from the metro station. I need a ride. Me and my homeboys, all four of us. Make sure it's an Escalade. I'll call you. <laughs> Um, I guess I got to get this nigga a ride for my chain back. <laughs> he said, just me. <laughs> but uh, you got two choices. Nah, you got one choice and a chance. Either graduate to wait or get a number two. What? You remember that, J. Cole? No. I got with two choices. Either graduate to wait or oh get a Oh, my God. Two. two choices. Graduate or go. Of course, that's a J. Cole reference. And nail in the veil, you know what y'all can tell. These niggas ain't for real. All right. Can I say the chance and the choice, Terrell? No, you go ahead. I was just trying to Niggas remembering Cole lyrics from Friday Night Lights. Oh, three adolescents. Oh, three adolescents. That was from what's the name? It's niggas who been new. Oh, three adolescents. All right, look. Terrell gets a choice and a chance. You can take Margot Robbie, or is it Robbie? How you say her name? Barbie. I think it's Barbie. Margot with Robbie. You could take the Barbie, Margot Robbie, on a date in a restaurant full of black women, or you could take Sexy Red, the hood princess, to a restaurant with all white men. And I'm going to say this again for all of y'all who might not have heard. Why does he do this? You could take Margot Robbie on a date to a restaurant full of black women. Or we can take Sexy Red to a restaurant full of white women. The hood princess. 
I'ma take bend that ass over. Make that, that coochie breathe. Shake that ass, bitch. bitch. Hands on your knees. And she gonna be doing that shit right in the, in the table. I'm gonna take her to the whistle name because let me tell you something. Y'all just asked, y'all look up Tay Diggs. Look up Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs was he in Stella's Got a Groove Back. He was the main character in Best Man. We loved him. What was his name in that joint? Harper? Right? What you mean, Harper? Wasn't his name in Best Man Harper? Yes, it was Harper Stewart. So he was Harper Stewart in Best Man. This man was also rolling from the wood. This man is, quote unquote, pause, the lady said, one of the sexiest men of the 90s in this nigga was dating a white woman. And that white woman and him no longer are together. He now is with uh, Omarion's old flame, April. They make a great couple. But... You being disrespectful by calling her another nigga's old flame. I'm just going to say that. Would you want us I'm to refer so to your sorry, wife? but that is how your we fiance, do we Okay, but do you want us to refer to your fiance as so-and-so's ex-flame because you are just a podcasting nigga? Right. Or a pilot? Sometimes, though, that's how we know you. Her name was April, and that's the only way I can get these motherfuckers. So I don't give a damn. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Nicole Murphy still name is Nicole Murphy for a reason. Because you was attached to Eddie. Yeah. Anyway. I probably wouldn't drop the Murphy either. Let me tell y'all, this white woman that was with Tay Diggs talked about how their relationship crumbled because he got self-conscious as fuck and was self-conscious for a long time about how his community looked at him. And for me, the question you asking me, that's a terrifying thing to... Fellas, imagine you walk in a Jasper. Imagine you walk in. They just shout out the Jaspers. I know. Can't go nowhere. Um, Redskins, uh, Washington fans. No bullshit. This <laughs> is a Commanders of Dallas game <laughs> dispute. Uh, but, fellas, imagine you walk into that, bro. To me, it, it, it's a matter. He's talking about taking Margot Roby into a restaurant with all black women and being intimidated Ooh-wee. by black women. Them looks. Looking at you that way. It would be intimidating as fuck, y'all. But. I'm I'm telling you, it would not be as bad as I would definitely be taking Margot Robbie into, or Robbie, however you say it. I'm taking Margot Robbie into that restaurant with them black women, and I'm just going to face the music. I'm going to take all of them. Mm, mm, he got what he wanted, girl. I guess that's what he wanted. Something just, hey. hit, something just hit me. Are you mixed race? <laughs> Are you a bunny hopper? <laughs> I will be that that day. Because let me tell y'all this. Margot Robbie is one of the finest women in the world. We're not even talking about race. She's a beautiful girl. Okay, I'll give it to you. When it comes to even them on that side, it's respect there. And let me say this. A fine woman is a fine woman. Sometimes race don't matter. And that's all I'm going to say. You can have your preference. But at a certain point, certain women are so fine that when you walk in the room, she's going to be breathtaking to any race. Okay. I feel like Margot Robbie is one of those women. I'd rather walk in there, and I feel like I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get whatever, but I'm also going to get a little bit of benefit of the doubt because it's like, yo, shorty is fine as hell. It's not worth the... Walking into a restaurant with the white men, with sexy red, we're going to look like... Why do we... Why See, I don't like this. Because... Would you rather look... It, because it's it about how you... It's, a, it's about... It's about who opinion who, you who value. Who opinion more. you value? Who you value more? You value the white men's opinion more than the, your own 
See, y'all gonna. Sisters. Y'all gonna. And fuck I want to see now, nah, y'all. I don't, I'm walking in that joint with sexy red, and I don't give a fuck what any of y'all think. And I don't give a fuck about sexy red either. And I, I don't, don't even know why we're using sexy red versus Margot. Because I want to put a lot of you niggas in this position right here. I don't feel like I would feel less of a man or like I was judged as a man when I walk in front of all them black women with this white girl. Because low key, this is this could just be. You know what I'm saying? This could one, this could be temporary. And let's say this this is like my my wife or some shit and she white. I'd rather be, you know, considered a sellout than be with a woman like sexy red. Do you know what is sitting at the table be across from you and what you look like? Terrence, I don't know if you should do we should do this. Because you setting it up to be to rail get you pick the most perfect white girl. Because and then I have to go with sexy red because in it, front of the white men. Why would I do that? Because you would be embarrassed, right? I would not be with sexy red. White men, black men, Asians. I would. You said you would take sexy red over the Marco Rob, Robbie situation, though. I mean, I would because I'm about to. I, I give a fuck more about what the black women think about me than the white men. That's the difference. That is the only difference. The answer is that it has nothing to do with you having a bad bitch and whatever. I you feel give like a fuck I don't more about what the white men think about you, which I don't know why. Then this is my thing. And this is what it comes down to, y'all. Ladies, this is in no way us trying to shit on black women at all. No way. I don't think you're doing that either. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you picked two choice choices. I definitely did. And my thing is this. Before y'all say I just I just want to appeal to a white man, I feel I really feel like this is a woman and man thing. I think sexy red being obnoxious and being this classless, and, and y'all can say what y'all want. But Terrence, you see what you do. Sexy doing? example is a getting paid to be a classless, classless example. Of a human being. She don't give a fuck. I got a baby daddy. I'm out here. She is running with that negative ass stereotype and getting paid for it. So I don't think it's nothing wrong with us referring to her in the light she's getting paid for. But why compare her to Margot? Like they I'm not comparing not com women. I'm asking you about a situation you would want to be in. I'm not comparing women. I'm asking you, would you rather take this white woman? It don't even got to be them two. Would you rather take a white woman in a restaurant? Okay, cool. Let's do that. Would you rather take a white woman in a restaurant full of black women or a black woman in a restaurant full of white men? The reason why, look how easy the question is to answer when we put it like that. Of course, I'm going to pick black women because me and me and my, me and A-Trey could go to any restaurant. You feel me? Me and, I, me and my girl go to any restaurant. I don't care who's in there. But. Sexy Red is an example of something that a man would not necessarily be so proud to have in his own, on his arm the same way he wouldn't necessarily be proud to have a white woman on his arm in an all-restaurant with all-black women. You would be proud, but you would feel like, you know, it's just to put you in that situation. Y'all, we should be able to have convos like this and y'all not think we You we just sound like a nigga that likes white women. And I know you don't. I don't think I do. I'm making a decision to not sit beside, sit beyond trash, and I'd rather just take the I'm a sellout shit. Because I don't, I mean, hey, look, so, at least so she the, fine, at least she fine. The decision you making is based on the person you sitting across from, not 
the audience that surrounds you. Yeah, because I believe the person that I'm sitting across from is a representation of me. So would you take Marlboro to the white restaurant? Or would you rather sit across Sexy Red in the other restaurant? Would I take Margot Robbie to the white restaurant? To the all whites? I mean, hey. What about, okay, what about the opposite? Sexy Red in front of the, into the, the blacks. I wouldn't feel good sitting across from Sexy Red at all. And that's my thing. I'm not going to let the environment make me pick what I feel like is going to represent me. I don't feel like, like my representation, your representation is the nigga sitting beside be uh, across from Sexy Red if she's on her sexy. We're not talking about the real girl. We're talking about the Sexy Red, the girl, the 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 what she's getting paid to be. Okay. I feel I like you just... get what comes with that. I don't feel like it's fair for you to get paid for being ghetto and ratchet and run with the ghetto ratchet image. But then when we refer to you as that, oh well, we got to refer to you with respect. No, it's cool. We're not being disrespectful. If I said. I mean, I get what you say. I get what you're saying. It's just harsh. Let's flip it so that it's easier. Would you rather be with who's a woman that's white that you would say is in the same market as Sexy Red? Uh, it would have to be somebody trashy. Uh, so it was like going to the. I would probably say, like a damn. Like a modern damn. I was gonna say Britney Spears. I was gonna say a modern Britney Spears, but Britney Spears is a legend. That make it better though, because I mean, it ain't really about. She status. just kind of wild as shit, but she I can't compare. I can't compare. Sexy Red is just, and it just this just. Let's feels say Miley shit. Cyrus. Nah, because you see Miley not even like that no more. Now she on winning fucking Grammys and shit. You talk about 2018 Miley. Well, look, this is my thing. Maybe we won't have to take it farther than how we already took it. But look, we're not trying to offend anybody. I felt like you, I you made it seem like... Be received. I don't think it's going to be received. Y'all, hey, fellas and ladies, y'all keep it 100. I wasn't trying to... We're not trying to get on this joint and say, oh, would you rather take a dub-ass black girl or a fine-ass white girl? It's not that. This because is, it, this nah, is putting you as a black man. man. Would you rather take a woman you're not proud of in front of white men or a white woman in front of black women? That's all it is. I just, I just used two examples to make it spicy. And you made the black woman example sexy red. And you gave the white woman example Margot Robbie, one of the finest white women. Because if I tell you black woman versus Margot Robbie, you're going to pick black woman because me and you, some proud black. We, one thing me and Terrell are not afraid to say is that we are, you know, basically pro black. You would not hesitate to say, I'm going to take the black woman in front of the white men. You wouldn't hesitate. It wouldn't have made it fun. I had to pick somebody that I knew you wouldn't so proud of. But that's not me shitting on black women as no, all no, of the I race. Get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. Yeah. They gonna say Terrell was being pussy. This nigga still a rookie. This nigga acting like he never got the cookie. This nigga stupid as hell. We gotta book me. All right. But anyway, they gonna say he's a coon and a bunny hopper. I'm not. I'm giving a nigga a situation and a nigga's folding. Y'all see how he's scared under pressure? What's your? I'm not afraid under pressure. I cooked the I cooked the nigga up. I souffléed the nigga. So what you scared of? You look like uh, Jonathan Majors in Devotion. And when you, you look know, like, being up so high just makes what me you look like. like Terrence? It just remind me of... You dress... You look like they said, dress up like a Cool Ranch Dorito. And this was the best shirt you could find to explain it. They remind me of a, of a, of a Coretta. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, look. Let me take the camera. And if you'll do me. Movie to jazz. Movie to jazz. And then sports.
picks. All right, bet. Movie suggestion of the week. My movie suggestion of the week is going to be Gen V. Um, uh, if you have already seen The Boys or if you have not seen The Boys on Amazon Prime, you should 100% watch The Boys and then watch Gen V because it's the spinoff. We get ready to get a new season of The Boys to come back. Gen V was probably one of the most craziest, wildest one seasons of a show I've ever seen. And The Boys was, like I said earlier, craziest fault. Oh, it's a show. If you enjoy, yes, it's like, uh, I think, eight episodes. Bro, you need to keep watching The Boys. That shit gets crazy. I don't know how the fuck you're watching all of this TV. That's all I'm going to say. You put it on that night, watch an episode, maybe watch an episode the next day. I don't get it. Like, I'm trying to keep up with boys, but like... You literally be watching... Terrence will watch Latrell Sprewell documentary. Who gives a fuck? Terrell, you don't even know what the fuck I be you'll watching. Watch, you'll watch Kobe's. Terrell, that doesn't make up for how you made it through four ring. seasons of. Who you made it fuck? through four seasons of the boys, and then you talking Three about seasons. Gen V. I'm already finished Gen V. How? How the fuck do you and Candace do this shit? Terrence, you have the same time we have. You just be watching, like I said, random shit. You know what it is? He's not in the gym. It's something. There's something. There's no the way you can keep that shit up. That has nothing to do. You go to the gym for a couple hours or maybe an hour a day. And if you go too much, you, let's say three hours, you still, what do you do watch at night? When you eat, what do you watch? What do you watch? Y'all think about it. Basketball and football is all on, on. This nigga be watching the Clippers Pacers game. Think Sorry. about how good of a game that is right now, y'all. Clippers Pacers. A good ass game. All right. You can watch the movie, nigga. You see, he, st- he still got traces Oh, yeah. Of that I forgot about, I forgot about my man Reese. Halliburton. <laughs> I forgot he played oh the yeah, they do got a popular player, Terrell's mine. <laughs> I forgot about my man Reese. <laughs> you don't know anybody else on the team? I'm too casual, bro. Oh, I can't. Gen V. No, that's it. That's that's it. Go watch it, but watch the boys. You have to. Watch but where the do boys you watch Gen V? Maybe I missed that. It's all on Amazon. Oh, it's all I on said Amazon. it. You were sitting over there. I don't know what you was doing, but I, I said Amazon. My movie suggestion of the week is going to be a movie that's in theaters that you can go see. I'm planning on going and seeing it this weekend. It's going to be by. I feel like a very prominent black filmmaker, at least of our time right now. He hit us over the head with one with uh, The Harder They Fall, and he's back with his next film produced by Jay-Z. It's called The Book of Clarence by Jameis Samuel. Yes, ah. I'm excited for this. It's going to be in theaters this coming Thursday. Um, Lakeith Stanfield led. It's almost like Jameis Samuel adding his own book into the Bible or something like mm-hmm. that, like a, almost like a book you didn't get to read. I'm not real big on religious movies. Uh, Samuel's got me going to the theater to see it simply because of his effort in The Heart of They Fall. I yes. feel like he's a respectable filmmaker. I want to see it. Uh, maybe do a little something for it after I see it. Maybe we have a uh, talk about it or something okay, like that. Yeah. So I'm trying to be more upfront with it, you know. Took me forever to see Killers of the Flower Moon. And this year, I'm on a whole new leaf. I still want to see The Holdovers. Or The Leftovers, I'm sorry. The Holdover. The Holdover. Paul Giamatti won for it last night. I, I and, need to see that. And uh, I forget the, I forget her name. She just won um, Best Supporting Actress. It's called The Holdovers. The uh, Holdovers. Devon Joy Randolph. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. Golden yes. Globe. Let's turn up. Yes, sir. Uh, but yeah. Oh, you know what? We actually didn't talk about the Golden Globes. We didn't talk about the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes was last night. Secession won big. If you haven't seen the last season of Secession, like you're, you literally missed what I consider the best final season of a show of all time. 
There is no show that has a final season better than Succession. Give me the show. It's not The Sopranos. A it's final not. season? Yes. I mean, like, this is your final season. You finale. Boom, we're done. Succession just beat everybody. Everybody. And I've seen all of the shows a million times. I don't know about that. And I only need a couple more episodes to finish the Succession finale. Terrence, no, you don't. I you just don't see how it's going to be. I don't see how that's the best ending of a show. Succession. I remember the last season before the end. I just don't see how it's going to end better than every other show. That's a very big thing to say. There are shows that ended great. Succession won big at the uh, Golden Globes. Uh, Sarah Snook. Um, what's my man? One of the... Uh, I forget his name. I forget the guy but the little brother. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Kieran Culkin. Uh, they both won for their roles. Oh, uh, Oppenheimer was... That's fine. Macaulay's little brother, right? Yeah. And did you know he was in Lost at New York? Who? Uh, Kieran. Over real? Wow. Yeah. He was a little guy. I'm calling him Kieran because that's the black. That's how the black folks say His name is probably Kieran. Kieran. Yeah. We call Kieran. Him, we call him Ron. And then we go on, we call him Lil Ronnie. We call him Lil <laughs> <laughs> Funny as shit. Oppenheimer won big. Um, Christopher Nolan won Best Director. They won Best Picture. You got Robert Downey Jr. took home uh, Best Supporting Actor. Mm -hmm. I think he's taking home the Oscar. And I think Killian Murphy, who won Best uh, Lead Actor, I think he's taking home the Oscar, too. They both won the Golden Globe. Yes. Hey, look, Beef did good. Beef did great. Beef both did great. Ali Wong and Stephen Young took the... Uh, and they won Best Limited Series. Yeah. I need Didn't to watch they? that joint. I'm going to keep it 100. It wasn't that bad. There was some controversy with something, and it fell very far under the radar, but I was saying... How beef was one thing, and then all of a sudden we didn't hear about it anymore because of this bullshit. But it was always respected when it came to like the awards. But I don't know what the happened. Art. It was the dude, the, the dude on the show was making the Stephen Ewan or the, the the dude on the show that wasn't Stephen Ewan or Ali Wong. He's he plays another character in the show. He was on a podcast. He made a great joke, you know, about oh. an essay. And then like he was dead ass serious though. And then when they asked... When, you when remember was, what the joke was? He was saying something about sexually assaulting somebody. Oh. Uh, and when that came out, it made people pissed off. And then Ali Wong and Stephen Young, when they came out, they was like, he's a good dude on set. Remember, they stood by him? Yeah. So that kind of made people feel a little way. And I felt like that's why their fucking speeches was the way they was. Oh, wow. It says that the dude had a... Reportedly discussed a, ske a sexual encounter with a masseuse on his podcast. Wow. Yeah. I'm okay. telling you. Oh, I'm glad that that wasn't as bad as what I thought. It was like he said he did something. They were like, so you did this to her. And he was like, well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was bad. It good. was bad. It was bad. And Ali Wong, and we was expecting her and Stephen Young, them two, to come out and condemn from him for what he said and say, and but they came out and said he was a good dude. All we know is he's a good dude. We don't know about that bullshit. Tell you, man, them, they, they them stood folks, for his. They stood for they theirs. They stick together. All I'm gonna say is the show, believe it or not, is great. Beef was great. I felt like the the premise behind it was great. It was about mm -hmm. a road rage that went way too far. I like what Ali Wong. I like Ali Wong and Stephen Ewan together. I think that that's dope. Not as a in a weird way. I mean, uh. Nah, yeah. Artistically, 
What else did we miss Golden Globes that we needed to say? Uh, Barbie uh, won for cinematic and box office achievement. Yep, Barbie won cinematic and box office achievement, and I need y'all to know that that is a very important category because we were talking about how Barbie had great reception and great box office. However, I wonder how this award is going to look for these movies in the future that have great box office but might not be the most yeah. Liked. You know they what I'm might, saying? Yeah, they might get the box office. That's that's the beauty of that award is that for the the Michael Bays of the world, the James Camerons of the world who may not get best picture, yeah. they'll probably win that one. And a part of me felt like they they had that award just so they can get these box office success stories uh-huh. on stage and have a place to be happy because low-key, it ain't no other award show that's celebrating box office success. That right. don't mean shit. For sure. Well, it, it means mm-hmm. something, but like... I'm sure Russo would like to hear that, and I'm sure Marty will be like, oh, yep. whatever. Uh, oh, I got to say this. The Bear won again. Um, mm-hmm. My guy, damn, what's my guy's name from The Bear? I mean, you watch The Bear. Nah, what's my guy from The Bear? Terrell, come on. Learn your shit, The Bear. Jeremy Allen White. Jeremy Allen White. And A.O. Atterbury. Atterbury won as well. Yep. That was great, man. I.O. So, so, so happy that she won. And if you watch the fucking show, you will see... I've seen the first two episodes. Me and A-Train supposed to be starting this. But you know, A-Train take forever. Blaming her. Jesus Christ. Now, it's not on her because you have other shows that you... Terrence has still not really seen Sons of Anarchy. Um, I don't care to watch these yeehaw white boys riding a straight line on their chopper bikes. That's crazy to deduce the show. I don't feel show. like watching it. That's crazy to deduce the show to that. It's so much more than that. Piss him off, y'all. That's it. Come on. I'm just um, saying that. I'm just saying it to piss him off. The bear one, and then lastly to wrap it up, um, Emma Stone won for Poor Things. Don't think she might not snatch that Oscar. She might, cause she won for Best Musical Comedy. Anybody want to have some fun? Go look at Emma Stone's uh, Golden Globe speech from this year, and look how comfortable she was on that stage. She looked like she'd been up there before. She looked like she's supposed to be up there now and that I'm going to be up here later. I mean, I've never seen anybody accept an award so comfy. She got up there and was like, uh, I was just talking to so-and-so about, what were we talking about? I don't even know. Duh. I'm nah, like, yeah. we never get on stage like that. I was so afraid. But they was going to give it to Fantasia. And she going to get up there and, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, Lord, Savior. Oh, God. Terrence, we will never get anywhere. I'm telling we you. We will never get anywhere. Anyway, go see Color Purple. But, <laughs> you gonna yeah. Piss me. You going to piss me. Y'all don't. Y'all don't. Y'all don't. You can't say that. Just say, go see Color Purple. I'm sorry, because I'm not shitting on her performance. I'm just like, oh, God. Let's not please get on stage and make a... Every year it seemed like when we went. Ever since Cheryl Lee Ralph won and sung that song, you have not Cheryl been Lee won and then got up there and started singing a slave hymn. Um, I sing a victim song. <laughs> what? I can understand if nobody wants to give us money. <laughs> Why? We keep it real. Last thing I'm going to say, Billie Eilish, she won for best song. What was I made for? It's a beautiful song. To me, the most deserving award of the night. I felt like it was no question at all what was the best song. Best song, what was I made for for Barbie? <laughs> Come on. That was a great song. It is a perfect song for that great movie. Song. 
I don't know if y'all realized when y'all heard that song in the movie, but like, oh my God, what a song. Yeah. Billie oh. Eilish is one of them artists. Big shout out to Lily Gladstone from Killers of the Flower Moon. She yes, won. she won. won. And then she was the first to win for her people, which yes. is dope. Mm-hmm, and there's people who say, oh, what about her getting up there and her being thankful for her people? Well, that was her first ever win for them people. The first one ever. We shouldn't be getting up there in 2024. 85 women done won before. 80, 89 black people done won, won this award. We still getting up there acting like we the number one. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord, that I'm able to take a step and a step. I was 89 is a stretch. Fuck out of here. 89 is a stretch. But watch That's how accurate that is. It's a big stretch. That's accurate, though. Let's get it, shorty. Oh, it's that shit right here, nigga. What's up? Yeah. What's up, one nigga? Yeah. Nigga, one of three. Yeah. 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 If we're not, get, we're not getting ready to talk about your team, you're a loser. Go home. We're not paying respect for last week. We're not talking about none of them teams. If you're at home right now, stay home. Our team, my team, our teams are at home. Have something to say about some of the games from last week. We can definitely talk about some of them games from last week, but we ain't paying no respect. Let's no talk. respect. We'll just talk about it. Because the season's over with. Start your off season. Motherfucking Eagles. <laughs> Eagles, Eagles. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. <laughs> Y'all really all season called me a hater. I'm a hater. Yeah, all y'all bullshit. Y'all make this y'all 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 pump y'all quarterback up and say he's top five. He's an MVP. Why? Does he lead the league in passing? No. Does he lead the league in touchdowns? No. Is he leading the league in interceptions? Yes. I'm sorry, turnovers? Yes. But guess what? He's a winner. He's been winning. So guess what? When the winning stopped, like I told you it would, look what happened. Fucking crumbling. And I love to watch it. I love it. Every minute of it. He did. Fuck out of here. Because I'll be right. I can't believe y'all went out there and lost. And I don't know why I felt like the Giants be talking trash about us or Giants fans. Y'all got it. Uh, but you go out there and you lose to the Giants. You give the Cowboys the division. I'm so disappointed in the Eagles. I'm so disappointed. So disappointed. Because y'all about to have the Cowboys out here talking trash. And trust me, y'all talking trash was bearable. But you're going to make it hell for all of us now. Uh-huh. Y'all are only saving grace. Another one. Jaguars. Jaguars, put, I ain't got nothing to say to you. Pathetic. I, Jaguars might be. You you dress like a Jaguars fan. Mine is some green in here somewhere. What do you look like? You look uh, like you train drag Jaguars <laughs> mid-flight. <laughs> Jaguars. Y'all might have the biggest L of the year. Single handed. To start off. Eight and three with that amazing defense that y'all had at one point. The defense was going crazy. Trevor Lawrence, is I had him on my fantasy the whole year. He was all right. For y'all to crumble like that at the end and miss the playoffs after starting eight and three, y'all might have the biggest disappointment of the year. The Eagles are still in the playoffs. I talk a lot of shit about the Eagles, but guess what? These motherfuckers can still go and win the Super Bowl. They fuck around and win and fuck around and win and fuck around and win. You never know. But the fact that y'all lost the way y'all lost... 
five out of six of the last games. It's just pathetic, bro. It is. Terrell, you know you had the best overall record this account has tracked in the last three years. Because I know ball. Uh, whole nine watch. I know ball. 169 and 103. That's bullshit, whole nine watch. Whole nine watch, that's bullshit. If you go back to my last year, I was fire. Terrence, but you have never had a record as good as me. I was, I think I was like a 63%. A lot of you niggas can't even guess half the games right. Wild card. We can, hold on, wait, look. Week 18. Terrence, you're going back to old I was 164 and 107. 60%. I was 63% this year. Big shout out to whole nine watch who tracked our NFL stats for his third year in a row. Yeah. We appreciate you every year. It's been dope. We got to send something that, that guy's away. We do. When it's time to send shit, whole nine watch you on that list. On that way. And it, that's coming, y'all. I know y'all have been want. Well, you know what? Fuck it. Shut up. Dolphins, you thought you was going to escape the smoke? You're not. Yeah, Dolphins. Y'all Even though y'all here. Seed, but, but, come on. Y'all definitely, y'all, de y'all was the, y'all the motherfuckers in Squid Game that cut the cookie out all the way and then the end that motherfucker just cracked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the end that motherfucker just cracked. Oh, no. Huh? Bah. All right, bet. Wild Card Weekend starts on Saturday, January 13th. Mm. Uh, starting at 4.30. And this is a different one because it's going to be on NBC and Peacock. Yep. So, you can watch it on TV if you got cable, but then Peacock is going to... Oh, Peacock and Telemundo. I don't know. So that's 4.30 p.m. First up, we got the Cleveland Browns at the congratulations Houston Texans. D'Amico Ryans. Love that season and the way that it ended. Shout out to y'all. Terrell, who are we going for for that first wild card game? Ah, uh, as much as I am excited for D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud, watch D'Amico soak up that, that victory. Yeah. Right before he went in the locker room, watch CJ Stroud break down in tears. You just can't help but to root for them. But I really do honestly think the Browns will come out there and the defense will win the game. Yeah. I think Flacco will do what he got to do, but I think the defense will win that game. I'm going to pick the Texans. Because uh, really? the Texans is. Yeah, remember I said I'm picking the Texans because to me, the Texans. Have that momentum. They about to be at home. I love what they got going with the young boy. I want to see him get a playoff win. I felt like I watched that Browns game. Mm, I just felt like the ball bounced y'all way that day. I'm going with the Texans. Fuck it. The 8 o'clock game that day, same day, the 13th, Saturday, 8 p.m. Dolphins at Chiefs. This is going to be a Peacock exclusive. I don't know how the hell I'm going to watch it. Uh, I'm going to jump on the crack streams. Uh... <laughs> Dolphins at Chiefs, they had the same record. The Dolphins did not have the end of the season that they looked for, and the Chiefs have looked kind of rocky all year. Terrell, who are you going for? I am going to go with the um, – damn, this is tough. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm going to go with the Chiefs at home. I don't think Mahomes will lose. I do think the Dolphins can put up points, though. They when could. the Dolphins get in rhythm, they can put up points. They lost a lot of key pieces on defense, and that scares me, and the receiving core of the Chiefs scares me. But – Fuck the Chiefs. I'm going with the Dolphins. I'm going with the Chiefs, man. Taylor Swift's going to be in the building. You know the, the NFL uh -huh. script is in effect. Mm -hmm. I'm going with the Chiefs. Not That's yet. an easy pick for me. Oh, I forgot we getting getting uh, that Usher halftime show. He about to oh. smoke it. Oh, yeah, on the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I'm going with the Dolphins. Fuck the Chiefs. What the, it's going to be a points. It's, I think it's going to be a points difference. I think the Dolphins are going to be able to score. I think Tyreek Hill going back to his old come on joint. We get it. All right, bet. We ain't got but four games this week. I know, but I'm saying, you know, Steelers at Bills. I'm gonna go Bills at home. I don't think the Steelers are going. I love Tomlin, my guy, but. I'm going with the Steel City, man. I want the upset so bad. I want to see Mike Tomlin do the unthinkable. I feel like if you even get a playoff win with this Steelers team and Mason Rudolph, that's big respect on Mike Tomlin's name. I feel like the Bills are probably going to win this game. This is me going against the grain and seeing at least the, the upset of the weekend is probably going to be the Steelers over the Bills because the Bills look so privileged to get into the, the playoffs. I don't know what it was. The way Josh Allen was talking, I'm like, you shouldn't man, even be in this shit. They hustled, man. The Bills was what? They was Almost getting... Almost 500 at one point. They were yeah. getting their ass whooped. And they hustled to get to this joint. I think the Bills will win, but I'm picking the Steelers for the upset. And that's a 1 p.m. game. The next game is going to be at 4.30 on Fox. You got the congratulations, 9 and 8 Packers. I guess mm -hmm. I'll congratulate y'all for whatever. Packers at Cowboys. At the Cowboys. And let me tell yep. you something. Cowboys know about the Packers when it comes to the playoffs, but I will say they know about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers when it comes to playoffs. Yeah. I'm picking the Cowboys to win this game at home. I don't think Jordan Love and them going to have enough to stop the onslaught of that Dallas defense. Same. I'm picking the Cowboys. I definitely feel like the Cowboys are going to win this game, but, it, I mean, you never know. I feel like the bright lights look funny for the Cowboys. Y'all normally get that first window, so we'll see. Uh, yeah. 8 o'clock game is going to be on NBC, Universal. Mm -hmm. Peacock. Peacock. You got the Rams. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. What a turnaround for their season. Absolutely. Get into the playoffs against the Detroit Lions. And I'm going to keep it 100, 100 y'all. <laughs> Do y'all know who is stepping back into that stadium, that Lions stadium? What is it, Ford Field? Ford Field. That man that, that built it. That man that, that built it. That, that, with that, that nine on his chest. The man that made Megatron who Megatron is. Even though Megatron, of course, is who One of the is. oldest nines in the league right now. Fact. I'm going with Stafford all the way, Rams. Easy pick. Sorry, Lions. All of this big season, down the drain for nothing. Sorry. I'm going with the Detroit Lions. Anybody that has watched Lions home games, you know they will not lose at home. The best thing the Lions could have got is home field advantage. And the worst thing they could have got is their old quarterback, Matt Stafford, coming back and playing with that itch on his shoulder. Or that, that Puka Nakua, best rookie wide receiver of all time. He was the best waiver wire signing in fantasy uh, for this year. And I'm so glad that one week in the beginning of the season, I picked him up randomly. Nah, hell yeah. Because like, he ended up being a fucking ball. He ended yeah. up being a motherfucking baller. He was a baller. I don't know why I thought Tutu Atkins... For the Rams was going to be the one, yeah, the one, but it ended up being Puka. But anyway, I'm picking the Rams. I'm going against the grain. I'm picking the Rams. Lions fans, did y'all not think Terrence was going to pick the Rams? Of course, he's show a Lions me something, hater. Lions fans. They show you all year they're twelve and five. They also show me that some with them five losses that they can easily be beat. Did you say the same thing about Mahomes and them? Did you say the same thing about the Ravens because the Ravens lost a couple of ones that they shouldn't have lost? Did you say the same thing about the Eagles who suck? In a couple of games, none of those thing none of those teams in their first playoff uh, game of the week. This is wild card. None of these teams, uh, none of those teams you hit, you named, 
have your franchise ex-quarterback coming back. This is like Brady going back to play the Patriots when he's with the Bucks. I don't care if the Patriots were undefeated. Brady's coming back. Yikes. Good luck. The very last game is going to be on Monday, January 15th. Believe it or not, January 15th is a special day for me personally. Uh, it's MLK Day. It's a special day for everybody. Nah, but for me, period. It's just it's a special day. Um, ESPN, ABC, ESPN2 is the day I met A-Train. Y'all met on MLK Day? Y'all got to go to the Miami. Wow, it's funny. We both don't know that we met on MLK Day. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'll tell her after this. We both don't know that. Um, we just look at it as the day before Candace's birthday. So shout that out is disrespect. And we just talked about Coretta. Well, look, she helped me down. I mean, like, like a Coretta. <laughs> Monday, January 15th, we got Terrell's favorite. The Philadelphia Eagles, they are at the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Damn, away game. Y'all should have won. Bucks bucked around and won their division. Y'all fucked around and got an away game to start. Okay. And are you guys going to be surprised at Terrell's pick? Because Terrell, who you picking? Come on now. Bake show. Baker Mayfield, comeback player of the year. If you ask me, of course. He... I feel like the Eagles don't give me a reason to pick y'all. Y'all just got y'all ass whooped by Arizona. And then you get your ass whooped by New York. And yeah. you want me to pick y'all against these niggas. Yeah. Y'all don't show me that y'all can win. He's right. They rattle. Think about it. These niggas, I have never seen them come on. Like AJ Brown said, mm, what I'm going to say. AJ Brown Nigga, faking guess, his you know low what injury. what I'm to say about you, AJ Brown? You broke that record and you had those five games in a row. And then guess what? You went back to who you was before you had them games. Who we knew you was. You were back in the conversation. But you see, no, no, we're not going to do that because A.J. Brown is a beast. He's a beast. He's a beast. But that shit went from here to here. And if Stephon Diggs has to have the the damn conversation, people want to say, oh, Stephon Diggs ain't as good as he. Bet. Same thing for y'all guy. Because after after he hit that record, shit man, He's been doing some knockout things this year already. A.J. Brown has been a beast this year. But for them games, he was. You're right. You're right. I'm going to pick the Eagles, y'all. I'm going to take the safe pick. I'm going to pick the Eagles. I feel like they might be able to come out and beat up on a Buccaneers team that just scraped by and made it to the, to the playoffs. The Buccaneers have lost games. Philly, if y'all go out there and lose, it'll be bad. It'll be worth being embarrassed about. So Yes, that will be embarrassing if they lose. I'm going to pick Philly, and that's going to be my pick. That's going to be it for the, for the wild card weekend. Uh, shout out to everybody that listens to this podcast. Terrell is going to be out of town. He's going to DR again. Uh, mm-hmm. So shout out to him. Send him all of the love. He's going to take my nephew with him. We're sad about that. I'm going to be here for the realest nine and the I district nine holding it down until he gets back. So, of course, subscribe to the podcast. I'm sorry. Subscribe to the Patreon. We're getting the year started off absolutely, on the right foot. Absolutely. Absolutely. So far as the pod next week, it, sh- it might be a little different. It might be a little bit different next next week, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, we'll figure we'll we'll, we'll figure out what we're gonna do. Yes, sir. Get ready, to leave here and get on that plane. Y'all wish me well. So y'all wish me well on the road. Y'all be careful out there. It's a bug out there. Next time.